Thank you for listening. This is Paul Wilson. And Chris Emke. And Casey Hamry. And we are over at the Allison... I'm sorry, it's the Allison Transmission Conversion Specialist. Yes. Custom Automatic Conversions, better known as CA Conversions. All Allison all the time. So tell our listeners a little bit about uh, what you guys do here. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but walk me through it. Okay. Basically, what we do is we give you the ability to put a 1000-2000 style Allison transmission behind just about any motor possible and run it as if it were put in by the factory. So we have transfer case uh, adapters for all of the different Dodge transmissions, all the different Ford transmissions. So you can put it into a Ford truck or a Dodge truck, keep your four wheel drive exactly the way it is now, nothing changes. Um, We run the transmissions completely standalone from your motor just with your voltage at idle and full throttle. So you can pretty much have the benefit of an Allison behind anything. It's the best transmission on the market. We run it with Allison programming so it operates properly. Torque converter locks up at fluid couple after second gear, stays locked up all the way up, all the way back down. If you have a Dodge uh, with a 47 or a 48 or a 68 truck, we now have our total control modules. So literally it's plug and play. You plug, you, you take your 48 out, you take your 68 out, you put the Allison in, it, it's all plug and play, easy fit. You plug our harness into the harness that's left from your 48 or your 68 and your truck still thinks that you have a Dodge transmission in it. There are no engine reprogramming, there are no engine codes, and it runs perfectly standalone. Cruise control, uh, push button start on the newer Ford Gen Rams, everything functions as That is the as reason that the 68 module is coming out. Okay. Because when you, when you convert a push button truck to manual, mm-hmm. which is the way we have to do it right now, you lose push button start right. because they don't have push button start on manuals. So with our with our total control 68 module, which will be on the market in roughly eight to, to 10 weeks, um, you won't have to do that anymore because it'll still think everything is there the way it is right now. Uh, the controller, the conversion that you guys offer, do you have one for the five-speed Allison and the six-speed Allison? Like, Tell me a little bit about the differences there. Yes, we do. Um, the problem with the five-speed Allisons is if you have to stop to think about the fact that the five-speed Allison stopped production in 2005. We are now in 2019. So the newest computer is 14 years old. Right. So we do still do five speeds. We can operate them properly standalone, but that market is becoming more limited just based on the amount of transmission computers that we can get. We won't use anything other than a 2003, four or five computer because they doubled the memory and we have a 95% chance of reprogramming them as opposed to like a 50-50 chance. Now you can get a new computer But my cost from Allison on a newly refurbished five-speed computer is over $2,000. So it makes it a little bit ineffective when you can spend less money, take your five-speed, turn it into a real six-speed, and run it as a six-speed. Of course. So that's kind of what the differences are. But if you have a five-speed transmission, um, then there isn't any reason to use it as long as we can still obtain modules to be able to run it. Okay. I could see, you know, not being as desired, if you will, the five-speed versus the six-speed. I mean, most people want the six gears regardless. What most people don't understand is that if you're not not bumping up your horsepower, Mm -hmm. then the five-speed is is as good a transmission as the six-speed. The pump has a little less flow. The valve body has a little less flow. But when I buy a remanufacturer or a rebuild kit for a five-speed, I'm buying the same kit that I buy for a six-speed. Correct. So the only differences really are the pump and the valve body. Mm -hmm. 
So if you're running a fairly stock application and you've got like 352 gears or 355 gears or even 373s but you're running big tires, then unless you're someplace where you can do 80 miles an hour, a five-speed will do what you need it to do. We can still put a better torque converter in it, so it'll still pick up weight. But once you get into playing with horsepower and you get into that 550, 600 range, you're always better off going into the six-speed so that you can get the pump flow and you can get more flow through that valve body. That's awesome. Uh, how long have you guys been doing this? Well, the first conversion we did was in 1987. <laughs> so we've been doing this a very long time. We have an F-350 crew cab dually. Her name is Betsy. She's got a million two on her. And in 1987, we pulled the 460, put a 12-valve industrial okay. Cummins motor in it because they were not available in the automotive market yet and uh, realized that the only thing that would hold up to the low-end torque was an Allison. So she started her life out with a 545 Allison and the 12-valve. Over the years, we've upgraded her from the 545 to the five-speed. She now has a six-speed. As far as the electronic transmissions, the five-speed came out in 2000. So in 2000, we converted a 97 uh, 2500 Suburban, put a 12-valve with a five-speed Allison in it, and that was our first electronic conversion. And if you come into our shop, you, you'll see this. It looks kind of like a sad, long spider web up on the wall. And it was actually the original harness that came out of the Suburban that he spent days figuring out what wires you really needed to do the transmission. <laughs> and that's how we ended up running the five-speed in my Suburban in, 90, in, in 2000. That is so wild. That is, yeah. And then we did the first six-speed. I guess we put the six-speed in my Suburban in about 2000, I think we did it when we moved to Tennessee, so 2008 is when we did the first six-speed, but initially we could only make it operate as a five-speed, and that was kind of the challenge, is, is how do you actually make a six-speed transmission operate all six gears in a non-OEM environment, and it took us until about 2000 maybe early 14 to break that to break that code if you will okay and that's when we first came out with our little blue box that you see over there which we call our signal converter okay. and that's kind of what put us into a different different market different game because for the first time you could actually make a six-speed work standalone anybody can put a six-speed allison in and make it shift six gears anybody can but that doesn't mean it shifts right Right. So you're going to go bang, 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 and on the way down, you're going to go slam, slam, slam. Right. Because if you're not getting throttled to it properly, it'll shift, but it doesn't know when to shift right with your truck. And so that was the challenge. So once that came out and the word got out that we could really start making them work, um, it, this was not a real, this was not a full-time business until after that. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, we started out as Cummins Allison Conversions in 2000, about 13 yeah. or 12. Yeah. And then uh, we were asked to change our name, which we gladly did to Custom Automatic Conversions. And by that point, we were doing the power strokes and right. everything it, it else. It made sense. And we've just progressed from there to um, our black box, which gives you the ability to do tap shift manual mode as well, you know, as the throttle. Um, and and we, can make, we can make anything shift. I have one customer who has a 96 12 valve with a six-speed Allison and he uses his manual mode with a Chinook helicopter shifter because he was a Chinook pilot in the military. Wow. 
And we won't talk about how he managed to get one, but... <laughs> he got one. <laughs> he got one, and that's what he uses to shift his truck in manual mode. And he puts down about 900 horse to the rear wheel. Oh, wow. Um, uh, we've got guys that, you know, use Ferrari paddles. Uh, it doesn't matter. As long as we know what it takes to make that plus-minus work, we can make it work with anything. That is so interesting. What's an average turnaround on a, on a kit? Um, basically, if you don't buy a transmission and a torque converter, you're looking between 5000 and about 6500 for conversion parts. Um, stock applications with a good torque converter and a completely remanufactured Allison, about twelve. Um, if we install it, it's about fifteen and a half, and then of course it can go up from there. Of course, build trans, um, you, know, you know, more like yeah. that. Okay. Depending upon what you want to do with it. Now, are these kits on the shelf ready to ship? Is there like a turnaround time? Like, there's what's a that turnaround like? time with transmission because it just depends on when it sits in our build uh, sheet. You know, usually we, we try to get everything out within two working weeks. Okay. Um, unless it's show season like now, and then sometimes it pushes into three. In most cases, we have uh, complete kits without transmissions out within uh, a bit one business week, okay. sometimes sooner. Um, we try to keep everything on the shelf, and then the harnesses are just finished per order. Okay. Because okay. Um, we'll have we have to program the black box. Right, right. <clears throat> Excuse me. What year? You know what year transmit uh, engine do you okay, have? Okay. So how what's the resistance values and all that okay. kind of stuff? Oh. Are you putting it in with a Chevy shifter, a Ford shifter, a Dodge shifter? Uh, we've been working with Locar. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're big in the hot rod industry. Okay. And we've uh, they have developed a modification of one of their sport shifters. So now uh, it will be available on the market so that it will drop detent one below drive. And then you have tap shift for the guys who are looking for a floor shifter. Okay. And they come in various sizes. And so our first two are being shipped. Well, actually, my first, my first one got shipped last week. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of different options. That's so exciting. We're going to have to have you back on the show for a full episode so we can really break down. This has been so great to hear about some of the really cool stuff you guys are doing. Uh, what are you excited to see at Ultimate Callout Challenge? Um, just everybody. This is one of my favorite shows of the year. Um, it's exciting to watch the fact that these guys put so much into a vehicle that it is able to drag dyno and tractor pull. I think my favorite part of it is actually the pulls. Um, I, I always like to see who's going to limp off, walk off, run off, <laughs> get towed off, what's going to break. Um, I think that every person who comes to the show and makes it into this arena deserves just rounds of applause. Their dedication to our sport, uh, their dedication to diesel and performance is amazing and we, we're just thrilled to be part of it. And I have to say this, um, our product is available through XDP. But coming July, it will be available through Transstar, and there won't be a single location in the country that you have to wait more than a day to be able to get parts from. Oh, wow. That's awesome. If people want to find out more about you, how can they contact you? CAConversions.com. Okay. Or just Google Cummins to Allison Conversion. We'll pop um, up. <laughs> yeah, and we'll pop up. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank this has been guys. Paul Wilson. Chris Hemke. And Casey Henry. Thanks for listening.